0: All right, Heather, A through Z.
1: A through Z. I'm going to go with a, let's go with a H for Heather.
0: An H for Heather. (laughs) Yeah. Um, H, H, H. Okay, I've got something that specifically does with H. Uh, It is Woody Harrelson news. Okay so that's how it works h for harrelson okay um he, he recorded uh or he did uh s n l hosted SNL this past week since so another h host he hosted h and l or s n l not h and
1: i picked the right letter
0: um and uh apparently gave up his script for the monologue and just started going off on anti-vax bullshit rants because you know, oh really Yeah, he just thinks he's a fucking genius. Stupid asses.
1: Wow. Okay. What was he saying?
0: Just, you know, we force people to get vaccinated and that's not freedom and blah, 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 blah. All that shit.
1: Interesting. I don't know why I just, I did not like necessarily peg him as a thinking that way. All right.
0: It doesn't surprise me at all.
1: Okay.
0: These crazy little fucking hippies. They'll
1: do all this shit. I mean, shit. I guess he They'll is kind of a hippie. They'll do fucking
0: heroin and then they go, but what's in the vaccine? Yeah, I guess he is shit. pretty
1: hippie-like. Yeah.
0: That's why I hate all those people that are like fucking tatted out, just all kinds of tattoos and shit. And they're like, I'm particular about what goes in my body and all this bullshit and purity and blah, 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 blah. They don't know what the fuck's in tattoo ink. True. And I can say that as somebody that's got a good amount of fucking tattoos. I don't know what the fuck's in that shit. Yeah. What I do is I trust the people that know better than me. That they have done their work. Correct. And you know. just fair. It's fine. You know, I there there, there were people that were like. You know, there are people I know that are like sitting there and they're all fucking smoking cigarettes and all this shit. I care about what's going on in my body. I'm like, no, the fuck you don't. You don't. Not at all. Don't give me that shit. I can say that. I was smoking cigarettes right next to him. I get it. Like, <laughs> shit don't matter. It's all fucking lies. And, and that's kind of just that, that shit I hate with it is they'll talk about all this and do all this shit and blah, 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 blah. blah. But they're like, you know, but you got to ask the questions. Like, they confuse, like, just rational skepticism with the need to double down on their own bullshit. When they're like, what's wrong with asking questions? Well, when you get actual answers, don't sit there and then argue with them. That's not asking questions was like, what's wrong with doing my own research? I'm like, you're not doing actual research. You're not. You're reading fucking blogs on the internet and going, hey, this is research. You're not actually doing research. You're just reading other people saying shit. And on top of that, none of those people that are saying shit are doing research either. None mm. of it's research. Because none of them yeah. are actually doing medical research. And then on top of that, none of them then, or or any kind of research either, that even transcends the whole vaccine thing. You know, when people get into that, what is it? Granamonica or whatever, that fucking numbers have meaning bullshit. Where yeah. they're like, you take all the letters and you assign them the numbers and then if it reaches this number, it means something. It's like grammatica or something like that. I don't know. Dude, that's a kicker in the NFL. Well, two kickers. Is the Gramatica brothers, but still, I don't know that bullshit, you know? And they're like, oh, you just got to do your own research. No, you're just reading fucking, you know, angel. What What was that? Uh, that website shit from back in the name or back in the day, GeoCities and like Angel something. But you can make mm. your own like websites on that. Oh yeah. But it's like that. Mm-hmm. They're reading yeah. that bullshit and thinking it's like news and shit. Acting like it is. And they're saying that's doing research and blah, blah, blah. He's, He's just one of those fuckheads.
1: Gematria? Is that how
0: you say it? Yeah, that thing. Gematria. Or G- Gematria. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Fuck all that shit. Gematria
1: makes more sense because that reminds me of... it. Do- well, actually, maybe not. But It
0: Gematria. doesn't deserve any, like, the respect to say it right.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: So... It's that yeah. shit. And, you know, it's just all to feed their need of feeling like they actually know something. They don't. Yeah. But they like to think they do. It's kind of like, uh, what was another story from earlier in this week? Uh, like with, with Mark Wahlberg at the SAG Awards and him being the yeah. one presenting the award for best cast of Everything Everywhere All at Once. You know, the man who yeah. famously committed an a hate crime against a Vietnamese man. Yeah. And not to say that you can't, you know, learn your like learn and change and all this other stuff. It's just the fact that he's not actually doing anything to learn and change. He just kind of says he has, and he's like, I don't see the need to apologize for it. And then Going and trying to get it expunged from his record, just because yeah he doesn't like that people know that he's a criminal.
1: And it was like he asked for it. What several years later, right? Oh
0: yeah, he's constantly. I I don't I don't know if it's ever been granted, but it's not a, like a thing where he doesn't keep trying.
1: Oh okay, he's tried more than once. Okay.
0: Yeah, because he kind of feels like since he's famous. That he should be able to, you know, just get it dealt with.
1: Yeah. Because I'll be honest, like I remember, um, I think on the podcast it actually is when I first heard about I know specifically that-
0: the episode you guys found. Oh, on. really? <laughs> it was the Justice, it was the Zack Snyder cut Justice League episode. Was it? Because Kurt was on. Okay. And I remember you, Justin, and Kurt were all like... Huh?
1: Interesting. Yeah, I really thought it was actually shit. later than that.
0: Nope. Okay. That was the episode.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that was the first time I had like heard about what he had done. And I was like, How did I not know this? So I feel like there's I mean, I remember having a few conversations with people who also did not know this. So yeah, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. And like I said, he's never seemed like at at all, like contrite about it. You know what I mean? He's never once seemed like he actually has, you know, any sort of remorse in his system for it. He just hates the fact that people know and bring it up. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's one of those things where like, Yeah, I fully believe that like people can change and be different and all of those things. But it's kind of like how is is it just because you you're sorry people know or are you actually like sorry about what you did and want to change from that? Are you are you only holding yourself back because you want to present a specific image to people or are you like, I don't want to do this because I don't want to be that person,
0: you know? And he totally gives off the vibes that it's I'm just tired. People know. Yeah. And, and you know what? I could be wrong. We could be wrong about it. That's fine. You know? And and honestly, I'd love to be wrong about it. You know? Cause I, I, that's a terrible fucking thing. I, I, you know, I hope that he's actually sincerely, you know, remorseful about it and all this other shit. He, you know, has taken lots of steps to move on and, you know, just wants to show how rehabilitated he is from that mindset in which he attacked a man because he was Vietnamese. Right. You know, so that'd be fucking fantastic. But I'm not surprised. The man's from Boston.
1: Well, my thing is with it, like <laughs> the fact that when the cops arrested him and they were trying to ask the the guy that he attacked, is this the guy he decided to step in and be like, no, you don't need to do this. Like, yeah, I'm the one who beat him up. Like, why, why did he feel the need to, at that point, just like really own it?
0: Well, I think it's because the man couldn't see. One of his eyes was, you know, one of his retinas was detached from his eye, from how bad he was beat. And no, and honestly, I can tell you why he did it. Because he didn't see anything wrong with it.
1: It was like he was proud of it almost. Kind of, yeah. It's Boston. so It's a rite of passage for him in a way, I guess. Pretty much. And
0: I'm not really even picking on Boston. Just ask any black player in the NBA in the 1970s that even played for Boston. They were racist as shit to their own players. You know? I mean, I want to say Kareem uh, was talking about why he didn't go to school, like, college there. And part of it was because he's like, well, yeah, they're all fucking terrible racists in Boston. Why do I want to go to school there? You know, that type of shit. I want to say it was Kareem. There was It was some NBA player said that back in the day. But that's the thing is it's, you know, you look at it now, it's still, it's, nothing's changed. You know that's still a big problem in Boston,
1: yeah, so I am curious with the uh the Woody Harrelson thing. I bet he he got on the list of people never invited back to the show.
0: Oh, they did this whole ceremony at the end of the show, giving him his five timers jacket and all that shit, really, yeah, and like. I know that, you know, that's a thing. They might've had it planned, but I mean, I think they, the heat was surprised by it. So obviously I I don't think he knew that that was going to happen and they weren't bothered enough to not let him do it.
1: Yeah. Whereas it just kind of like, well, we already got it here. Let's just follow through. It's that
0: dumb fucking hypocrisy that places like that have where anybody else, if they're, you know, like say Republican leaning they'll skewer they'll they'll skewer them for having that mindset, but anybody that you know might be slightly liberal and like does drugs with them and all this other shit says the same shit, then they're just forgiving of it they they're mm-hmm. just eccentric at that point mhm, you know it's kind of like you know one of my biggest complaints and I know I've said it online I just don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast like. You know, like politicians like Bernie Sanders, everybody loves to like see him as like progressive liberal Jesus. And don't get me wrong. He's got, you know, he tends to be very liberal and progressive with all that stuff. You know, he's like, oh, you got to trust the science when it comes to vaccines. You got to trust the science when it comes to climate change. You got to trust the 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 experts and the uh, economists when it talks about, you know, the economy and all this other shit. But when it comes to like genetically modified foods, he flips his shit about that. And he's like, they need labels. People need to know it could be unsafe, blah, 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 blah. No. All, you know, peer reviewed science, like 98.5% of all peer reviewed science more or less agrees. The genetically modified foods are perfectly safe and no different to your body than normal foods. no, he flips his shit about that. So why all of a sudden do we not want to trust the scientists when it comes about the the, the food safety, when it comes to that shit? Yeah. And and, and like I said, liberals and everything like that, give him a pass because he's liberal about everything else with that shit. But they're also probably, they are of the same, same mindset. To me, it's no different. If you want to sit there and mock conservatives for not believing in climate science then you know what? You got to keep that standard and believe the other science that says, Hey, the food's fucking fine. Shut up. Yeah. It's not that hard. (laughs) You know, and it's, it's, it's that. And I, and I feel like that's kind of the way it is with Woody Harrelson. He's been on the show multiple times. He's probably done drugs with most of the people there, at least weed at the very minimum, you know, he yeah. seems just like a fun, cool guy, so they're just like, eh, yeah. it's fine if he says dumb shit. Right. Like I said, if it was anybody else, Weekend Update would have, like, a little fucking five-minute segment making fun of him.
1: Yeah, like, if Chris Pratt had gone on there to do that, they would have just oh yeah, never let him live it down. Like, if Chris Pratt
0: just said that in a fucking e-entertainment fucking interview,
1: yeah, they'd
0: be making fun of him nonstop. Mm-hmm. Talking about all his bad shit. No. Treat them the same. It's all the same. Yeah. They're all stupid.
1: <laughs> Not to say I don't actually know what Chris Pratt thinks about that. I'm just giving an example of somebody who's on the opposite side of that. Um, yeah. Who's more Republican than most other uh, Hollywood people are.
0: Kevin Sorbo.
1: Kevin Sorbo. Yep.
0: Dean Cain. Mm. Okay. I'm really just saying a bunch of no names at this point. (laughs) These people that were really popular on shitty television shows in the nineties. And I say that as somebody that thought Hercules, uh, the incredible journey was a fantastic show. I liked Hercules, but it was also shitty.
1: Did you ever watch young Hercules? Fuck no. I didn't either, but I just was recently reminded that that was Ryan Gosling. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, it was I did did watch a lot of Zena, though
1: mm. of course he did
0: Zena <laughs> that
1: sounds about right. I did too. though I liked Zena
0: something about Lucy Lawless and an all other getup is just a very fun thing, and some of the smartest television making I've ever seen
1: <laughs> to have her as that that as her costumes yes.
0: just in general, her and the costume. Yeah, I gave zero fucks what was going on in that show. <laughs> but I tuned <laughs> in her. every week.
1: She's a striking woman, I understand. I do love Lucy Lawless. Yeah.
0: Anyway, ready to get our drugs on?
1: <laughs> yeah, always.
0: Our drugged up mammalians? All right. Theme song.
1: Anything
0: but you. Alright. Are you ready? Yeah. Come on. Cinema Slayers. Hey Cinefans, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. I'm Sterling, and as always, I'm with Heather. But just Heather. No Jason <laughs> I totally forgot to call him that.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what they called him.
0: They called him that on an episode of AEW Dark Elevation. And it was Paul. It was none other than Paul White, formerly known as The Big Show. Oh, that's who it was? Yeah, they called him Jason. In fact, they called him Justin first. Yep. They said Justin, then Jason. They were like, oh, I think it's Jaston. Like, did you not listen to your own announcer call him Jastin?
1: Yeah. And then they just went with JT or whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they called him JT at one point. But no, I totally meant to on the Ant-Man episode, call him Jason. But I forgot then.
1: It's coming for
0: him. But now that he's not here, he can't stop me at all from calling him Jason. (laughs) But no, Jason could not be here for this episode. So it is just Heather and I. And we will be talking about what we liked, didn't like, and everything in between with the movie Cocaine bear. We will go spoiler-free recommendations and scores, and then into a more spoiler-centric section with time codes in the description to allow you to jump around if you so require. And with all that, Heather, what are your spoiler-free thoughts about cocaine bear?
1: Um, Well, I really, I, I only have like a vague understanding of the actual story that this was supposed to be based on.
0: I will say this when we get to Mm -hmm. spoilers, I will go more in depth about the true events behind uh, the story of cocaine Bear.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I had like a vague understanding of the situation and all of that. And it definitely, I mean, from the previews of it seemed like it was going to be a very wild movie. And it was, it was, it was pretty wild. I would say, I feel like it. I I don't think that it gripped me as much as I expected it to just base. Like I, I feel like the movie sets it up to be this like million miles a minute type of movie with all of the, the content and the things that are happening in the story. But for whatever reason, it just didn't feel like gripping and like every moment of the movie, I was fully engaged and that. It, it just kind of had a weird, uh I, I would say probably, I guess, a pacing issue because there were moments when I was like, all right, so this is dragging. Let's go back to this other storyline. Like, I don't know. It just, it was kind of, and it wasn't even a long movie, but it just kind of felt longer than it actually was, I guess. Um, But I mean, I... It's, it's okay. You know, it's a fine movie, but it's not, it's not something that I would say is like the greatest masterpiece of a film ever made. I think some of the characters were amusing. Um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. He was probably my favorite character in this movie. Um, And yeah, I mean, you've got Carrie Russell and she's usually pretty consistently good when I see her in movies and You've got Ray Liotta. I believe this was his last film. Um, no.
0: He's actually no? got two more movies coming out.
1: Really? This
0: fucker okay. died, what, like two, three years ago? Like two years ago?
1: He's I thought got, he like, died last year.
0: He's, I don't know.
1: But either way. But he's yeah. got
0: two more movies, I think, that are still technically have not okay. come out yet.
1: Interesting. Okay. Well, but yeah, it's got Ray Liotta in it. Um, yeah, it, it's got some... Interesting characters that I think some of them were uh, more worth the effort to put in the film than others were, <laughs> but you know it, it's it, it's one of those where you're just going to have to expect it's going to be just a bunch of chaos happening. Um, but I mean, I I'm trying to think of like if you're going to make a movie about a cocaine bear. I mean, there are a few things that you want to add more into this, but also what else? Are, I mean, if you're basing a whole entire story and, and script for a movie off of this story and situation, where else are you going to go with it? What else are you going to do with it? Right. So I, I have some some ideas of things that probably would have made this a little bit better and more entertaining as a viewer. That being said, I have seen worse movies. <laughs> But it was just, I kind of left the movie kind of feeling like nothing for it either way. I was just kind of like, meh, when I left the theater. So it's, it's all right. It is nothing to write home about. It's going to be probably nothing I ever really feel the need to necessarily watch again or put in rotation anywhere. But it's, it was an experience. It was something to experience once just to see. You know what happened, <laughs> but it's fine. It's a fine movie.
0: There are three more movies that have Ray Liotta in them.
1: Okay, scheduled
0: to come out. One of them has a release date. Mm, okay, it's this May. It's called like Fool's Gold or I don't know Fool something. Anyway, Um but yes, he's got three more movies coming out. Okay. Um. Why did I not look up when he... Fool's Paradise is the name of the movie. Uh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, he died a little less than a year ago. Uh, so, yes, that's all the backstory with that. Um, the movie Cocaine Bear, Um, It was not as good as it could have been. Yeah. This movie... Could have just been balls to the wall. Like great. And there are times it really shows and lives up to that potential. But then it's also telling like 27 little stories that all interconnect around said cocaine bear. And they're all just wildly inconsistent with quality and and, and pacing and. and yep care or importance and uh, they ultimately kind of drag the film down. Yeah. And it's especially troublesome because as far as I know, 99.9% of those stories aren't a thing in real life and don't have anything to do with the story of, the cocaine bear or any of the surrounding events with it. So it's like, oh, you made up a bunch of shit just to distract and slow down your movie. I mean, when when this movie is doing cocaine bear shit, it wildly succeeds. And those are some of the most fun and entertaining things I've seen in a movie in a long time. On just like a pure spectacle, like entertaining scale. Mm -hmm. and then there's just a bunch of other shit that doesn't matter and I think just overall detracts and, 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 and slows the movie down
1: yeah that's a good way to put it
0: and so I'm at this weird conundrum with it and I do think part of it has to do with Elizabeth Banks's particular way of, of, of directing movies. She's really good at big moment scenes. Like in Pitch Perfect 2, when you get like the riff-off scenes really fantastic. And the ending number, you know, that whole the international thing is a really great scene. You know, those mm-hmm. bigger, bigger moments. She's really good at those moments. I think where her weakness has, and, and I think it's the same in Charlie's Angels. I think some of the big action sequences and whatnot were really fantastic. I think the pacing and the tempo and the narrative beats between some of those scenes in in all those movies are, are what they're the weakest point. You know, you luck out in Pitch Perfect 2, because your the familiarity with the characters and the love for those existing characters kind of yeah. help you go through those bits when it's yeah. inconsistent or that
1: that's fair lacking yeah. uh,
0: the quality just the natural charisma and charm that those characters have and your your already existing connection to them can carry you through that, and then Charlie's angels, you don't have that you don't have that in this. So those moments kind of slow and they detract and they don't, they don't elevate or give the movie any flow.
1: Yeah. I've never actually thought about that with her movies before, but you're right. It's like, it's almost like she know. yeah, she knows how to write and show you really big, important moments in a movie, but like the connecting in between stuff is very, I guess, lacking in a way.
0: And that's not to say that she can't get better at it. Right. I do think that this movie is a step up above those other two in that regard. I think it's a little better. But I also think that the script was weaker in some of those regards with how much filler they put in. They put in so much filler to make up for the lack of what the existing story really is that it, it, you just don't connect with any of it.
1: (laughs) And it's already a short movie. <laughs> like it's an yeah. hour 35. Yeah.
0: You know, and it's just, it's a weird focus with it. And so, like I said, wildly succeeds on all the bear, the, the bear scenes in this movie for the most part. Wildly succeeds. Truly enjoyed those. Those are what I signed up for with this movie. But unfortunately, this movie is not Snakes on a Plane. Where Snakes on a Plane promised me two things. Samuel Jackson and Snakes on a Plane.
1: This movie promised me
0: Cocaine Bear. (laughs) And didn't give me enough Cocaine Bear. It gave me so much other shit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It even had Isaiah Whitlock Jr. And they did not even do a full Isaiah Whitlock Jr. And if there was ever a movie... That deserved a full Isaiah Woodlock Jr., it was this movie.
1: That's very How good point. How the fuck
0: do you have Isaiah Woodlock Jr. standing on top of a gazebo, seeing a cocaine bear, knowing it is a cocaine bear. And he doesn't give one of the best cinematic she ever. Yep. He did it that's a
1: good point. He did it in Black Clans, man hmm Why aren't you doing it in this? That is a very good point. That and, if yeah, if there ever was a movie for that.
0: <laughs> and I feel bad for Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Just because he's been pigeonholed with that. But he has also sold bobbleheads that say that. So if you're I'm Don't just saying if you're ever gonna do it in you. a movie, if you're <laughs> yeah. ever gonna do it in a movie, it is this movie. It is that scene. Everything oh, yeah. was queued up like God was standing above this movie's production and parted the clouds and shined holy God light onto production. And they didn't do For it. For
1: that moment, yeah.
0: Why? Just why? That, even it's a great question. Point? Why do you even make this movie <laughs> if you're not going to do that?
1: Maybe there's like a a, del- a deleted scene or something that okay. has it.
0: Then you you fire whoever, whoever the out. fuck <laughs> took it out of this movie. Yeah. They don't belong in Hollywood. They don't belong in the movie making business. Shit. They shouldn't even be allowed to watch movies anymore or anything.
1: It's a, it's a full on crime.
0: Because they obviously have no fucking clue what the fuck they are doing. I'm just saying it was, it was there and they just missed it.
1: Yeah, it was right there. (sighs) That's a good point.
0: Recommendations and scores. Sure. That was the wrong button.
1: Recommendations. And And score.
0: I'll start this one. Okay. I recommend this movie only if you're streaming it from a streaming service. I don't really see the point in going and seeing this in a theater. I don't see the point in, you know, renting it on pay-per-view or anything like that. When this comes on fucking Hulu or HBO Max or Peacock or whatever fucking streaming service it ultimately ends up on, watch it then. If you have not seen this movie, just wait. Watch it then. It is not worth doing any of this extra shit for. I mean, the acting is just fine. I'll say that the kids didn't annoy me as much as kids typically do in a movie, which is good. Uh, the little boy who is also in sweet tooth. Uh, I liked him better in this than I did in sweet tooth and sweet tooth. He annoys me. He didn't annoy me in this movie. Um, O'Shea was fine. He's fine. Uh, Guy that played Han Solo and Solo was fine. I mean, I guess Ray Liotta was fine. Everybody's fine.
1: Carrie Russell.
0: Yeah, uh, what's his name? Tyler Ferguson or Jesse Tyler Ferguson?
1: Oh yeah, that was him, huh? Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yep. Yeah, he was the inspector guy. Uh, I want to say it isn't. Uh the the Park Ranger has been in ninety billion movies. I feel bad that I don't remember her name. Um Margot uh Martindale. Yeah. She was in ninety thousand movies. Uh what's his name? Torment from Game of Thrones is in this movie.
1: <gasps> That's who that was. I didn't even recognize him.
0: How do you not recognize that long haired red bearded motherfucker from Iceland?
1: I don't know. Because I love Tormund, but for whatever reason I just didn't. He I looks didn't look just like, him. like
0: Tormund, but with
1: glasses. I didn't even realize. Wow.
0: Yes, and his name is Jesse Tyler Ferguson. I was right. Um I mean everybody's fine. I just also didn't care in the end. Because I, I cared about one thing. Cocaine bear.
1: Matthew Reese is in this movie?
0: Yeah, he plays the, the pilot that is throwing all the drugs and hits his head. Yeah, that's him.
1: Carrie Russell's man. Yeah, I didn't, um, man, all these people that just, I didn't recognize him in this movie. Interesting. I
0: can't believe you didn't recognize him. It looked just like him.
1: Well, there was so much going on on screen. I think I just wasn't painted to the face. <laughs> All that was going on
0: screen was he was throwing cocaine out of a plane.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyway. Anyway. Um. Ultimately, I will give this movie uh, a 45. 45 dismembered legs falling out of trees in front of children's who will never escape the horrifying screams for the rest of their life out of a hundred. Uh, Heather, what's your recommendation score?
1: Yeah, I, I highly agree with you about it's not, it's not worth going to see in a theater really for any particular reason. If, if this type of movie interests you definitely wait for streaming, there's not really a specific type of, movie goer that i would necessarily say you you've got to see it um you know i think i don't know it's i i feel like it's one of those movies that there's going to be a, a certain subset of people that are just like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen um and then there's going to be the people that are like i absolutely hated it it's a very like uneven movie in that sort of way um You know, and you're just going to, you're going to get something from both ends of the spectrum because it's such a crazy movie and the concept of it's crazy that that alone, I think makes people be like, this is going to be great. And it is great, you know, but I don't know. I just, for me, it was really, it was just very uneven and it wasn't, it didn't engage me enough or invest me enough into any specific character or storyline and yeah, it just was, it was just a movie. Um, am I glad I saw it once? Sure. But not really something I'm going to, yeah, put in rotation. I would, um, yeah. So I I recommend it if, yeah, you just stream it. That that's a good way to put it. I would say I'm going to give it, um, I was actually going to be pretty similar to you. Like I was going to give it a little bit less than a, than half but I was going to go with a 48 um, children pretending that they've done cocaine out of a hundred.
0: I will say this. That was a fantastic scene.
1: That might've been my favorite scene. (laughs) One of my favorite scenes. It was the, probably one of the funniest for sure.
0: It was. And just the entire crowd groaning when they realize these kids are just going to shove cocaine in their mouths. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but that makes the official CineScore score for this movie a thirty one. That can't be right. Hold on. <laughs> I know what I did. I know what I did with my math. Hold on.
1: Math isn't mathing today. It's
0: a forty seven.
1: <laughs> okay. I was like,
0: do, No. Do you I do you know what Jass's
1: score would be? <laughs> I divided
0: by three instead uh, of two.
1: Yeah, because we usually have three. Yeah.
0: Yes. Because I normally divide by three. <laughs> I divided by three. It is a 47. Yeah. At least I realized I was wrong because I said that 31. And I'm like, wait, we both gave it something in the 40s. How the fuck did it get to 31?
1: <laughs> For those watching us on YouTube, like we gave each other this look of like, mm, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then I looked at it and I'm like, And that's when it clicked because the, the, our combined score was a 93. So then to average it, 93 by three is 31. Like quick, easy bam. Like, yeah. Yeah. My (laughs) bad. Nine or fuck 47. I can't say anything right now. 47. (laughs) Send a score 47. It's already been on the screen. It's gone away a couple of times. All this bullshit. 47. All right. Uh, spoilers.
1: Yeah, let's go for
0: it. Um, okay, little backstory. So, uh when this movie says it's based on a true story or inspired by a true events or whatever the fuck this movie says at the beginning. This movie is one of the loosest based on anything true as ever. Um for the most part the only person in this movie that, as far as I know and what I've looked up, was a real person was what was his name? Andrew. Shit. Of course, I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, Andrew Thornton, uh, the Matthew Reese character. As far as I know, is the only real person uh, because that was a thing. He was coming back from uh, Columbia. He was just, nobody knows why, um, but he just started dumping drugs out of the back of the plane. He put on the autopilot and jumped out. Uh, He was a a trained paratrooper. So the fact that he died from jumping out of a plane really surprised a lot of people that knew him because he was kind of an expert at it. He knew what he was doing. Um, But, you know, was also on a bunch of cocaine. Was also doing it at night. Without your typical gear. He did have night vision goggles. Um, But yeah, nobody knows why he set autopilot and then jumped after dumping all the drugs. No one knows why. Mainly because he was by himself and dead. But that little bit of the news story where the guy talks about coming out of his house and there was just a dead guy with a parachute on. That's real.
1: Wow. That was
0: the real news footage from that scene. Um, Yeah, that was a real thing. And that whole thing at the end when they're like, nobody found Andrew Thornton's drugs. They did. Hmm. They, they found a lot of his drugs. That's how they know where he was coming from. Because they, they literally found a trail of drugs. Uh, all that shit. Um, And then when it comes to the cocaine bear itself, there was a real cocaine bear. Really was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bear, a black bear ate 40 kilos of Coke Ooh. and then promptly fucking died from eating 40 kilos of Coke. Right. Because every possible like that bear had like liver failure, renal failure, heart failure, every possible bad yeah. side effect of what the fuck happens when you do a shit ton of Coke that bear had.
1: Oh, yeah. Had to. Yeah.
0: Like its stomach was ulcerated from just having all this cocaine and all that shit. The bear ate the coke and OD'd real quick. Because it was 40 kilos of fucking coke. Yeah. I'm actually
1: curious how quickly he died from that.
0: Not that. he, He was not alive that long after ingesting the coke. There was, st- if I'm remembering correctly, there was like undigested cocaine still in its stomach type of thing. Like, hadn't even finished digesting the cocaine. It died. Uh, yeah. And then that is the story of the cocaine bear. Wow. Uh, cocaine bear itself went missing. The the They stuffed it, like they stuffed the bear. It went missing. Uh, Wayland Jennings bought it. He okay, gave sure. it to a friend. That friend died. Somebody bought it at an auction. And then that guy died. And then his wife sold it back to these people. It's some it, like, so now that the cocaine bear itself is like in a mall in Kentucky. But once again, it's also in Kentucky. It's not even in fucking Tennessee where all the shit happened. It's in Kentucky. But. Yeah, that's pretty much the story of the cocaine bear. Like really wrapped up.
1: Okay. I mean, and it's and it's interesting and it's bizarre. But yeah, it's almost like what do you do with the whole movie about that?
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, like pretty much like I said, every character, as far as I know, was just kind of made up for the movie. Or if not, they were like adapted into the movie's thing. Because, like, yeah, Thornton was like drug smuggling for a group called the Company. Like, it was the 80s. They weren't really clever with their syndicate names. And so, essentially, that's what, like, Ray Liotta and O'Shea Jr. and Alden yeah. Einrich or whatever. That's their group is more or less supposed to mimic being what the company was type of scenario.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, But, yeah, the, just like I said, everything else. Because Cocaine Bear did not go on Rampage. Cocaine Bear... Wasn't just running around going, oh, my God, give me more cocaine.
1: Just a real quick addiction to it.
0: Uh, there was no cocaine bear cubs. And just all that shit. All that shit was just made up for the movie. And that's what I think kind of drives me nuts with this movie is you made up a bunch of shit.
1: Why are you making up uninteresting shit? <laughs> yeah, especially with a cocaine bear. At the helm of this movie.
0: I mean, they are running around. They're like, hey, we're in Tennessee. Now we're in St. Louis. And now we're back in Tennessee. And now we're in this other part of Tennessee. But now we're back in St. Louis. Now we're driving from St. Louis. Now we're doing this. Now we're doing... I'm like, fuck off, man. It's just fucking boring with all that shit. And then towards the end of the movie, when they're like going in and they're like, oh, yeah, because that can't... like, they know something somewhere, and they're like, yeah, how'd you know this was here? Oh, because of that camper. And then it goes back and shows a camper getting killed. I'm like, why didn't you just show that? Why didn't you just show that happening yeah, in the order it
1: happened? that was weird. Why
0: are you literally, like, passing over it to go five minutes back to go right back to that moment? Like, just show it in order at that point.
1: Either that, or you didn't have to show it and just be like, remember when we ran right across that dead body? Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll know who you mean,
0: probably. Yeah. Yeah, like... Or just have them walking and show them running across a dead body. And then you show that scene. You don't show the scene then go, remember five seconds ago? Bum, bah, bum, yeah. And it would have taken it,
1: just the same amount of time probably. <laughs> that
0: was one of the most infuriating movie making decisions of my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty weird.
0: In what universe do you flashback five minutes when you could have just showed it? Like it wasn't even like a like a reveal, like a surprise, like a twist. No, they went, Hey, we're going to show them seven minutes before that scene. Then we're going to fast forward seven minutes when they're arriving at the cave, just to go back five minutes to go back five again.
1: Right. I'm like why? Yeah. That was kind of an odd decision.
0: And then you have the cop du- double cross where the, the oh, cop yeah. double crosses the other guy. I I don't even remember why. It was just such a non-factor bullshit scene. I just didn't even care. It was all to have a dog get passed from one people to another. Right. So I'm just like, why does any of that matter? Yeah,
1: you're right. Because I'm trying to think like, why did she double cross? She just wanted the the money for the drugs or something? It's
0: probably, yeah, money or something like that. But then also it's once again, it's a weird thing where it's like, these are cops in Kentucky or Tennessee but, like, they're getting paid off and familiar from people with St. Louis. And it's all just weird in that regard. Yeah. It's just wildly inconsistent with how they jump around with that. So, and like I said, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't end up coherently making much sense or mattering much in the end. Right. And I just don't know why they made those choices. Especially so you're when, saying
1: that you wanted, like... As much of as they made up everything with Cocaine Bear, you wanted more of that, right? You just wanted more well, of that crazy.
0: Since your story is 99.9% made up.
1: Yeah. Give me more Cocaine Bear.
0: Give me the <laughs> one thing that is actually interesting. Yeah. Drug people doing drug shit. I've seen that movie 9 billion times. You yeah, know what? I haven't seen Cocaine Bears.
1: Yeah, that's a very valid point, and it was definitely the more interesting parts of this movie whenever Cocaine Bear was on screen. Oh
0: yeah, everything else was just boring. I mean, and they had some really creative kill scenes with that bear. Like so yeah. many people were cringing in that theater, doing that whole I antsy was. thing of like.
1: Ugh. i was definitely coming
0: out (laughs) yeah i thought it was glorious
1: it's and you know what it's like with a movie like this it's not like you shouldn't expect that type of thing but i think i don't know i guess everything surrounding it you're just kind of like waiting for the buildup of it and then yeah it's just it's brutal when you see it, but it's just, I don't know, like the moments they do it, I'm either not expecting it in that moment or I'm just not expecting they are actually going to go that crazy with it. And I don't know why, because they definitely from the first kill, you know, were all in with the the gore fest. But yeah, it was, they just the way they did the killings, it was very, very gruesome and made me wince a bit myself, but... Um, it was just so bonkers that it was still entertaining to see it.
0: Well, and like what also bothered me about it is they do that thing that they sometimes do in any type of like monster or crazy animal movie where no matter where the character they're focusing on at the moment is that animal or monster is right nearby.
1: Oh, yeah. Just all the yeah. time. Every they're like time.
0: six miles away from the last time we see it. And only like two minutes have passed. And also that bear is there. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, geez, it's
1: like everybody mm-hmm.
0: within 30 feet of each other at all times. They're all just stupid and don't see each other. Well, that was kind of one of the bad habits they got into with some of the Jurassic park movies at the end. It's just in anytime anybody's out in the wilderness and all this other shit, they play fast and lose with time and distance but not with the like the monsters are just always right there. At one point I thought they were going to be like, "Oh, no, there was two cocaine bears." Just because yeah. of like they were doing some straight up like Game of Thrones season 7 and 8 distance traveling real fast. <laughs> just teleportation. Yeah.
1: That is No, that's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, what's, what's some more, uh, thoughts from you? Yeah. I mean, and the, <laughs> the funny thing is with it, like I, I'm with you on wanting to have seen more cocaine bear. <laughs> um, even when they did the cubs with the cocaine, it was amusing. And like, I I also, one part that I did enjoy, like we talked about the scene with the two kids where they're you know, on this adventure in the the woods or wherever they're at, um, you know, and then they're trying to just one-up each other and be like, I've done cocaine. Like, I bet you couldn't do this. And just the, that whole thing was really well done. And I think that sort of kind of set up the rest of the movie for failure because I expected that level of amusement the whole way through. <laughs> and that was pretty much at the beginning of the film where they did that. And I was like if it's going to be this level the whole time, this is going to be a lot funnier than I necessarily like expected it to be. But it really it wasn't that level of humor and amusement throughout. They did have bits and pieces of that throughout, but it wasn't consistently on that level for me. Um I did also think it was funny the um oh uh Margo whatever her name was, the was she the park ranger is that what she was yeah Yeah. she i i really thought it was funny their lack of just concern for anything going on (laughs) like they're just like especially her because she had the crush on the the guy was like just like this lady needs to find her missing kid and like just they're very unconcerned with actual like things that are happening (laughs) in this in this park And I thought that was funny. I thought that was well-played because that, yeah, it just kind of added to the kind of dark humor that they sort of have in this film. Um, and I will say Margot, whatever her name was in the movie, her death was, that's the one that got me. That's the one that like really made me wince a little bit where they're like, you know, her body topples over and she's like dragged, um, that was oh when
0: she face skids on the Yes.
1: Road. The face skid, that one. That was really like, ooh, but it was it was cool too, though, because you're just like, oh man, this is like nuts. This is gonna get wild. Um, but yeah, I just there there are moments here and there scattered in where I was like, this is actually really funny. And it it kind of is what we've talked about in other movies before, where There's that potential, right? There's the potential of man, this, this could be so great. And it just, it didn't deliver, especially like you talk about with it's a made, it's definitely very loosely based on like a real story. So go nuts with it. Go crazy if you're going to do this story. The name of this, it like gives you this like vibe that this movie is going to just be the absolute most insane thing you've ever seen. And it's not really there. There's only moments of that. Um, I mean, and it's, I always find it interesting when people can do a movie well based off of very little true story stuff. Um, Like I think about that movie, the harder, the harder they fall where (laughs) at the beginning of it, Um, they basically just say these people existed. That's, that's it. (laughs) These people were real people. And, uh, like that's the only true basis of, of the movie. What movie was that? The one with, uh, Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, uh, the cowboy Western one. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. -hmm. I was like, God, I know that title, but it's not clicking. No. Yes. Fantastic movie.
1: Yeah. Excellent movie. But I just, I actually thought it was really clever and I loved how they did that. They're like, these people existed and uh, that's, that's the only true basis of anything we're talking about here. (laughs) Like, I thought that was a very clever way to do it. Um, And it kind of made me appreciate it more because it's just like, yeah, we want to, we want to put some historical real people that you might, you know, recognize in this. But we're not going to well, pretend like this is real.
0: It's the whole idea of making like historical fiction.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, take an event and kind of just play around with it. Yeah. And that's what they were doing. But like I said, they just put so much boring shit in there.
1: Yeah. But that's why The Harder They Fall is so good because you're just like, man, this would be an incredible like thing if this is real and Yeah, I just, they just miss the opportunity to make this something that you're like, oh my goodness, like, I want to research this movie. I want to research what happened, even like with Woman King, where I'm like, I want to see what actually happened with this, this tribe of people. And, you know, you just want to like investigate more what actually happened in the real story of it. And this one, it was just kind of a letdown to realize, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, they're well, they're not even gonna make the effort to like make it more fun, knowing that it's just very loosely based on something true.
0: And then on top of that, the most interesting thing in the real world story is Andrew Thornton.
1: Yeah. And yeah. he's
0: in the movie for what, thirty seven seconds?
1: Right. Yeah. Very, very small screen time there. Yes. Um, yeah, that's that's what it is. Like
0: it's crazy. I mean this movie is a less good version of, what was it uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent? Yeah. Because I was disappointed with that movie because once again, I did not get like that insane Nick Cage that I wanted in that movie.
1: Nick Cage was your cocaine bear of that movie. He was.
0: <laughs> and he was not as insane as he could have been. Yeah. So I was let down by that. But overall, mm-hmm. the movie's good. Yeah, I was let down because I was expecting balls to the wall Nick Cage so then I get to this movie and I'm expecting balls to the wall cocaine bear Mm -hmm. and I didn't get it yeah I got a bunch of other bullshit but unfortunately none of that added to the overall enjoyment of the movie like you could have swapped all those characters out with other shit and like with the exception of like those kids doing cocaine scene I did not give a fuck about any of the other real like people scenes in this movie.
1: Yeah. It's um, yeah. I, I agree with that. And like, you're, you'd almost just, you, I expected while I didn't have many expectations as far as what was going to happen in the story, I did expect like this crazy adventure, like this nonstop, like crazy adventure, which it had moments of, but because they, interspersed some like low notes in this movie. It didn't gel the way that I expected a movie like this to do. If that makes sense.
0: No, that's fair. Yeah. I will say this one possible good thing out of cocaine bear is the fact that asylum who is known for making terrible ripoffs of other movies Mm -hmm. because of this movie, they are coming out with meth alligator.
1: Really?
0: Oh, I'm so fucking stoked for that fucking movie.
1: (laughs) Okay. Maybe Um, it will
0: deliver on what Cocaine Bear didn't. Give meth to an alligator and let's fucking go. I'm excited.
1: (laughs) Did they set this one up for a sequel of any kind? I thought they did for some reason. Well,
0: The bear was alive at the end.
1: Okay. I don't know why I thought it said something at the end or like I heard that it said something at the end with... At the end... Yeah,
0: it does the whole like they never found his drugs. Uh So they're implying that maybe there's more drugs out there for the bear. And the very like, so the mid credit scene, it's the one of the teenagers hitchhiking to New York. I don't know. There's some other fucking scene. I don't remember. And then the very last thing is the sound of a bear growling and snorting cocaine. Okay. So, theoretically, yes, they could set up for a sequel and just be like, the bear is the reason why they never found the drugs. It was hoarding all the cocaine. Yeah. And still doing it and running rampages, even though that's not how that'd work either. I mean, there was so much evidence that a bear was massacring people and doing cocaine. They would have tracked that fucker down and killed it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and the reason I say that too is because there was, I thought I saw something on like Twitter or something where somebody captured like a screenshot of at the end of it, it says cocaine bear will return. But I don't know if it was real or if it was just somebody doing a a fake out situation, but that's why I was curious. Um, I didn't stay long enough to see that part, but (laughs) just an interesting thing if they do it, because I also feel like with this type of story, a sequel is not needed. It is not necessary unless you're going to completely revamp this and make it all, all the things that we're saying we expected from this one, make that in the sequel. But otherwise, like, if it's just more of this, there's zero point to making a sequel to this movie. And I kind of hope they don't. (laughs) So, but that's just me. I don't know. Like
0: On the other hand, without even seeing it, mm -hmm. I am completely for Meth Alligator 2.
1: <laughs> already you're already signed up for yes. a sequel yeah you know what i would be curious to see what that's like we might have to check that one out like <laughs> be interesting to talk about that one um, i will
0: look up when it's coming out
1: yeah is it gonna be like a theater release or no
0: I oh god no yeah, Asylum I movies not. don't go to theaters okay talk what about. else did they do um, you name it, they've done something like a ripoff of it. Like for Transformers, they did like uh what's they did something, it's like transmuters or something.
1: Mm, okay. So always oh, um, just like a parody of something else. Well
0: it's not a parody. They're like they're just weird cheap ripoffs. Is what they are.
1: <laughs> but they know what they are.
0: They call <laughs> themselves mockbusters
1: makes sense.
0: Um they first started doing just a bunch of like shitty movies. Mm-hmm. But then like War of the Worlds came out and then they also did War of the Worlds because they could. They yeah. did a uh They did a King Kong thing called King of the Lost World. Uh they did a Land of the Dead called Legion of the Dead. Okay. They did Snakes on a Train. Uh, The Da Vinci Treasure.
1: Sure. Sure. You got to do that one.
0: Um, Instead of Halloween, (laughs) they did Halloween Night. Mm. Okay. Uh, It's the Transmorphers. I'm sorry. The Transmorphers.
1: Transmorphers. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean. Instead of Aliens versus Predator, it's Alien versus Hunter.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, shit like that. Lot. Uh, they did mega shark, mega shark versus giant octopus.
1: Mmm. Okay.
0: Um, what's another good one?
1: Have you seen all these?
0: No, no. <laughs> okay. I've seen some of these. I have seen mega shark versus giant octopus. Uh, mega shark, mega shark versus crocosaurus. Mm-hmm. They did a Thor movie based on more like the Norris God shit that had Brad from Home Improvement in it. <laughs> uh, instead of the Amityville Horror, it's the Amityville Haunting. Okay. You know, just shit like that. Instead of uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln vi- Vampire Hunter, it's Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies.
1: Well, there you go. Hmm. Yeah. I mean,
0: they just do like a bunch of shit like that, you know.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: <laughs> real quick. Instead of Pacific Rim, they did Atlantic Rim.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Not even trying to like.
0: <laughs> oh no! Instead <laughs> of RoboCop, mean... it's Android Cop. Hmm. Oh my god, these are just so fucking glorious. Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. Oh, yeah, they did the Sharknado movies. I forgot they did the Sharknado movies. I was
1: wondering if that was them when you were talking about all these. Yes.
0: Yeah. Shark versus Colossus. I forgot that they did the Sharknado movies. I shouldn't have. I own all of the Sharknado movies. Instead of Ghostbusters, Ghost Hunters. They're just fantastic with how little they try sometimes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that like
0: Triassic world.
1: <laughs> I oh man.
0: Fucking love it.
1: Just make a list of them and watch them all eventually. Um I mean, and the thing with this is like yeah, really just the biggest the biggest thing with this is make it a way more interesting, way more fun like story and adventure that you're giving us with cocaine bear. If you're going to make an entire movie about it and you have little true story stuff to base it on. Like, I just feel like there there was just a lot of missed opportunities on that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. And I feel like there are movies, like I was saying that do it well with having limited true story basis, but making still a great movie. Like an example that I keep thinking of is um, this movie. It's called Zola, which came out, I want to say, a couple of years ago. And it was a movie based off of a crazy like strand of tweets that these two, um, these two ladies that were former strippers had about like this crazy like weekend that they had together and basically, it's an entire movie based off of just this string of tweets that they got from these two women. And they made a fantastic movie surrounding that. And it was just, I feel like that's just so clever and really impressive that you can make a very interesting movie off of something just very, like a very small thing that it's loosely based on. And I think that they just had such a great platform and opportunity to like make cocaine bear something great and something that was so memorable. But I just don't feel like anything they do is going to be that memorable. And even the kills, like the kills were definitely the more memorable thing about this movie. But I just don't know if anybody's going to be like, oh, man one of the best kills I've ever seen in a movie was from cocaine bear, you know? So I don't know. That's just kind of what I think about it.
0: I get it. Oh my. Anyway, I don't know. I'm kind of done talking about this movie. Cause like I said, I'm more excited about fucking meth gators. Right? Fat boy. You got any more thoughts though?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: He is very talkative now.
1: He wanted to join in.
0: You didn't even see the movie, buddy. (laughs) You you haven't even seen the trailer. Anyway. On that note, I guess thank you guys for listening (laughs) to this episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. I mean... That is a big clump of hair.
1: Just, <laughs> I was wondering what that
0: was. There's a big thing of cat hair off my cat. Just little orange hair floating in the air. You need a brushing. Anyway, I guess thanks for listening. I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, I took a bullet for you guys because I watched this movie.
1: Hmm.
0: So appreciate it, damn it. Exactly. Uh, no, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. Check us out on the internet at www.cinemaslayers.com uh Cinema Slayers Podcast on Facebook, at Cinema underscore slayers on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Cinema Slayers Pod on TikTok, at Cinema Slayers Pod on YouTube. Uh, give us a five star rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. It'd really help us out, uh, Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your friends, family, tell your family's friends. But most of all, tell those dear sweet mothers because dear sweet mothers love
1: cocaine bears.
0: That's fair, I guess. I was going to say cocaine cubs.
1: Cocaine cubs. Because they're
0: babies and cuter.
1: There you go. Cocaine cubs. Yes, I'll accept that.
0: I'm glad you'll accept it, Heather.
1: (laughs) Yes, I do.
0: Um, shout out to Plug Migo and Mundo Ochoa for our theme song and logos respectively. Um, but most of all, just remember, according to Justin, Moon Knight is a Best Picture Winner.
1: You all right?
0: Are you ready? come on, cinema slayer. Cinema
1: slayer. Is he still trying to talk? <laughs> Just really wants to chime in on this podcast episode.
0: He doesn't talk as much when I'm like petting his face.
1: Mm, if I pet his
0: face, he doesn't meow as much. Okay, or if I do this, <laughs> got your face. I'm really surprised, though, because the one on my lap and this one hate each other.
1: Oh, you have one on your
0: lap. And they're not even acknowledging each other at the moment. No, I've got Batty on my lap. Remember, Cinefan. she's the reason why you don't have a Magic Mike 3 episode right now.
1: Mm -hmm. It's her. Mm -hmm.
0: Right, little girl? I'm going to show everybody your face again, okay? Oh, hush.
1: Oh, look at that face. It's a cute face, everybody. Oh,
0: quit being a grumpy Gus. I shouldn't have done that. Because now Fatboy <laughs> wants to go get her.
1: But what about me? Oh, okay.
0: No, he wants to go get her now. Mm. Anyway. Oh, Cocaine Bear. But Meth Gator. Attack of the Meth Gator. Look out for it. Coming out this year.
1: <laughs> Coming soon, yeah.
0: That's all I know so far. They haven't cast it.
1: <laughs> wanted his presence here a little bit more. That was you. Was that me? Yeah. That's spoilers. in my ears. It sounded like a lower voice. <laughs> okay. Okay. I heard it a little bit more clearly that time.
0: Spoilers. Yeah, that's you. There we go. Recommendation. That's Justin. <laughs> you should know you're the spoilers' voice.
1: Well, I just heard the very tail end of it, and so it just sounded like this lower tone. So I thought it was Justin's thing. You are okay. layered
0: with a pitch down version of yourself.
1: Yeah, that's probably I like. what I heard. Yeah, anyway. kind of like
0: how Justin's layered with a higher pitch version of his voice. Yeah. Oh, a potato just came down the stairs. Everybody, you get to see the potato the least. Because she hates being picked up more than anything. Uh oh You've seen her a little bit, like she'll poke her head up and stuff, but I can't pick her up like the other ones. She's just a shy little potato. Oh. I think it's because she's shy. Because she has a broken meower. Mm -hmm. She can't actually meow. She just makes a series of grunts and tweets. Which is weird for a cat. (laughs) Oh, hi, Tweety Bird. That's her other nickname. She's either a potato or a Tweety Bird. Sometimes she's both. Sometimes she's various forms of potatoes, like tater tots or baked potatoes or hash brown casseroles.
1: Yet her actual name is? Abizu. Yeah.
0: The demon of fetal deaths and miscarriages.
1: Well, there you go. Anyway, on that note. That's always a weird
0: note to end on. My cats are (laughs) named after demons. There's not much I can do about it. So. That was just one of the first demon names I saw. And I was like, that is so cool.
1: It is a cool sounding name.
0: Anyway. like It's kind of like Fatboy. Fatboy's name is actually Abigore. Which is a, a demon knight in the, the legions of hell. Okay. And Batty is actually Batty Pat. Which is a Filipino sleep demon. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that when you were traveling and like say you would like lie down next to a tree to sleep they crawl up on your chest and it's kind of like the whole sleep paralysis thing. Yeah. They lay on your chest and suck the life force out of you, but you couldn't breathe because they were like suffocating you. Yes. That is what Batty Bat is named after. Mm-hmm. But we just call her Batty. And then Lil, it's kind of like it's very straightforward, you know, Lil, sure. the, yeah, some, some people like to say the first uh, wife of Adam Because there are some very loose interpretations of the Bible where people think that that's a thing. Um, But then also, the also considered the mother of all monsters and demons. So,
1: makes sense. That's a
0: thing. I mean, I name them all after demons, I just don't end up calling them their full names ever. Right. Bizu is probably the one I called her name the most uh but she does have the nickname of like bb you have a or lot of things for her Bezu. yeah she's a little she's a little potato tweed bird yeah. like if you ever see her run it looks like a potato with legs just running <laughs> and then like you know how like have you ever seen on like tiktok or anything like that where they talk about a cat loafing it's where they like tuck their arms or their legs and arms <laughs> under <laughs> themselves and they're like yeah tail. so it looks like a bread loaf right when she does it she looks like a little potato i see she's potato shaped
1: that makes sense then
0: i'm in, i'm infinitely more interested in talking about my cats than i am this movie <laughs> all right fat yes. boy
1: come here Ooh. okay okay see that's fat he's boy. a big boy that's my fat boy my fat boy
0: I have to do this because he just begs for attention. So I just have to give him so much attention that he wants to go away. He's like, no, that's too much.
1: This is, if, if there was ever a promotion for everyone to check out the YouTube video, it's just so you could see these cute little kitties. Look at the camera, buddy.
0: Oh, let go of my shirt. we looking at the camera.
1: <laughs> this face. He it's hates too to cute. being picked up. He's so cute. Look at the camera. See? Aww. So cute. All right, I'm going to put you down. Okay. Just a day in the life of Sterling with his cats.
0: Pretty much. On that note, we are done. We're done with this episode. I'm out.